All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Yeah, I'm T-Bird. You're listening to Nasty Knuckles Podcast. (laughs) You're listening to Nasty Knuckles, the Hockey Outlaws Podcast, with your host, Terry Nasty Sotomayor and former Philadelphia Flyer Enforcer Riley Cote as they go behind the scenes with your favorite NHL players. Time to face off. All right, welcome back. What's happening, Nasty? What's up, Regarelia? How you doing, buddy? I'm doing well. You awake? Well, you know I'm awake. Because you saw what I was chopping. Um, Some wood? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I'm kidding. Uh, doing all right, buddy. How about yourself? Doing pretty good. Yeah? Yeah. Happy to be back in the stew. Well, it's nice to have you back. We were wondering if we are going to, you know, you're doing these other engagements. So we're just happy to have you back. Oh, <laughs> glad you know, to be back. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't that long. <laughs> it was, seemed it was a, like it. It was six Thursday. days ago. It was yeah. six days ago. It was. When we had coach coach on yeah oh gabby yep um yeah man no missed the men's league game this weekend i did because it got backed up so i can't give you shit because i wasn't sitting around for two extra hours to wait on it uh boys got a, we lost i guess and gave that team their first win oh man of the year it's so disappointing disappointing but uh anyway what have you been doing you know he's piecing a few things together Get on some stages. I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> I saw that. Um just cleaning up all your mess and mine. Yeah, and, you I've know. been sitting I've been working my ass off getting this 
getting the website back going. I got that all figured out, and you know, it took me a while. Any new merch up there? <laughs> That's being worked on as we speak. Thank God I got the thing up and running, though. Oh, God. I didn't we know apologize. I do apologize because it was not working properly, and the orders have gone out, so we're good that way. Good. I didn't see you order anything, though. No, you just come ready to drive. Well, to I know source, you come yeah. ready to go. But hey, since we were uh, last together, the Flyers have gotten five out of the last six points. Yeah, they had nice a really, stretch. really nice comeback against the Devils. Uh, went to that game, and um, Forster Tyson started uh, scoring some goals there. Yeah. He's been scoring ever since. He had two goals that game. They had nice comeback. Uh, end up losing in overtime. Uh, Hughes to Hughes, little jizzy to his brother. Uh, One timer, Carter was amazing that game. Uh, But to go into Pittsburgh and uh, win that game in overtime, uh, 4-3 actually in the shootout. Forster had a goal and assist, remained hot. Don't yawn. I see it coming. I see it coming. And then he gets the shootout winner. Oh, yeah. Um, So uh, those were good games to watch. And then, you know, Monday night they played uh, Pittsburgh again. Sid, of course. Lights the lamp, which you think he's done more than anyone in that center. But uh, Coots ends up uh, getting the OT winner. Great, great sauce from uh, TK. TK had two assists that game. Um, but it's really good game. Yeah, the face-off play. On yeah, the, uh, the face-off play. Um, I read Sandy. Sandy said he saw the way they were lined up. And with the knowledge that man has, he says, I'm remnant. it. Go. Yeah. And TK went. And, uh, seriously, nice, really nice play. And Coots. Buried it. It was cool to see. I don't know if you saw Lots coming. Oh, yeah. The the thing. I was end. laughing. Yeah, Fuck it. That was so great. Stick. I sent him a message. But, uh, yeah, man, they're playing well. And uh, and like we said, Forster's, uh, he's scored in three straight. Yeah. Good um, for him to kind of yeah. open it up a little bit. Yeah. Find his stride. Yeah. I will say on that, uh, on that face-off play, I mean, I understand the way they lined up. But realistically, one of those two Pittsburgh forwards should have pulled out. Yeah. Right? I mean, again, this is probably center, center. That's on why center. you coached. Well, because you understand that. So it's like, you just got to, you just got to pull out three on three. There's I, a lot of space. When it happened, I was like, when Sandy got it and rimmed it, you obviously saw the, the two guys here and TK took off. So, and I'm like, well, that's set play. Oh, obviously. Yeah. But what, a, I mean, even if it wasn't Sandy, it's a great play. Oh, for, yeah. For those so, guys to so notice small. it. Which I don't think Sandy's lying about he saw that. Um, but great play. Yeah. And, and, if, <clears throat> and you have some veteran guys on the ice there that you would think would not put oh, themselves in that position. This is like being face off, right? There's only one defenseman to jump on, right? Why are two, why would two guys be yeah, exactly. standing there you know, exactly. trying to forecheck? But, but uh, hey, that's the game, right? A little brain fart. Yep. But Smart uh, play and good for the fly boys. And uh, also Carter was amazing yeah. in that game. He had 31 saves. Um, God, like he was lights out. And and uh, Urson was as well. He played really well in pit. So um, they keep this going like we've we've been talking about, man. They kind of are up and down. They'll win a couple, but, man, they're hard to play against. They're hard to and, play and, against, And they're yeah. in every game. They're in every game. Um, what would you think about the uh, – I do want to bring up one thing, like uh, Beezer – you know, Joel Farabee played 56 seconds, and I don't understand that. I'm not a coach. I'm not torts, but that was a little – I think that's a little – Probably old. must have been a week, 56 seconds. Oh, obviously, he did something <laughs> wrong in that 56 seconds, but yeah. I kind of felt bad. Once I realized, because I was at the game, and, 
you know, kind of out of sight, out of mind. I remember seeing him early in the game, and I never really thought about it. And then I think Baller sent me something, and I see 56 seconds. I was like, he only played 56 seconds in the third? No, no, he only played 56 seconds in the game. Yeah. And I'm like, leave the guy alone, man. Like, I mean, he's not the only guy that makes a mistake during a game. Like, I, I don't know exactly what it all entailed, but I thought that was a little ridiculous. Yeah. I always, That's just my opinion. Yeah, I've always struggled with that. That's like the old school way. It's like, it's almost like the coach goes into the game, like, wanting to prove a point of some sort. He's just waiting for something to slip up, and then and then yeah. he'd, he'll kind of pull one of those types of moves. Um, you know, like, no matter how bad your first shift is, like... Could you not get the guy out there for another one? Like, just to throw <laughs> no. the guy a bone? I understand, like, the whole message sending him all for it, but except for, like, there's got to be some realism in, in, in the sport, right? I mean, right. it's, like, it's a tough sport, and if you go out there first shift and it doesn't necessarily work your way, like, you still got a lot of juice left in you. You can yeah. really turn the game around, you know, yeah. at some point if you actually get back out there, but I understand what he's doing. He's proven his point, and uh, I, I'm just not sure that... That is if he sits the, him the ideal rest, way, right? If he sits him the rest of the period, even okay. exactly, but exactly. hey, but throw or if you do that again, or if you you know, uh, someone said maybe they had a meeting about the exact thing and he well, missed his be. assignment. It's not the first guy that's done it. I mean, yeah. it happens. It sucks, and I and like you said, I understand you're trying to prove your point, but the whole game, like, yeah. And good for good for Beezer because he kept the great attitude. He did, you know, and that's the rumbling in in the media and and around town is that you know he could easily hang his head and you know he pouted. And he could have pulled the the Z. Is your, you oh yeah, had a little, little, little that's nap. Where, that's where he was sitting. Yeah, he was right, taking his exactly. little nap. But um, Beezer's got a great attitude, and he, he and he you know he was a team guy and sucked it up and. I would imagine that he learned his lesson, whatever whatever it was. He yeah. sure it was addressed and. He's got to move on. May as well just played zero seconds and not get a game uh, yeah, play for that. But yeah, but at least he gets the game. Yeah, play, right. right. <laughs> but um, anyway, boys are hot. Don't want to jinx them because every time we say something that you know something goes wrong, but they're on a tough little stretch here. They're yep. on the road <clears throat> this week. Games. There and yeah, Arizona, which Debo called a wagon earlier. He said these guys are unbelievable, um, which they are playing well. Uh, and then they're in Colorado. Obviously, they're a wagon. They're mm-hmm. very good. And then uh, ended up in Nashville, which I think we should make a road trip. Probably sure. should. I think we should. Why not? Are you allowed? Well, These be. two said they were in. Okay. Well, let's All do right. it. All right. Well, we're doing it. We're going to uh, Nashville. Um, but, uh, yeah, tough tough trip here coming up for them. We'll hopefully, they can get some points um, and stay up near the top of the division there. Yeah. What else is going on in well, we had NHL n- land? Nikita Zadorov was traded Ooh. to Vancouver um, from Calgary. And, and I know Toronto Baller was saying that Toronto was really hot and heavy trying to grab him. Obviously, they have some uh, defensemen that are hurt. But uh, he got traded to Van, uh, make them a little stronger. They, the Hughes brothers played each other last night. It's kind of mm-hmm. cool. I, I watched most of that game. Um, New Jersey ended up winning it late. A lot of scoring, but uh, must be pretty cool. I don't have – I have a half-sister, but it would be – to have two brothers and you you play in an NHL game. Yeah. I, obviously, there's been other guys that have done it, but it's still pretty neat to see. Yeah, you know, they took sure. a picture, man. 
like, and they were shown on the NHL Network when each of them got drafted. The draft, yeah. Like, they're so young, man. Oh, my it's God. Crazy. So excited and raw. Yeah, exactly. So, um, I was kind of cool to watch that game. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, the one thing is the LA Kings, 10-0 and on the road. Can't seem to scrape a win together. Will Ferrell's at their games. And <laughs> I don't know if he's fucking them up or, or what it is, but 10-0 uh, and on the road, man. It's impressive. I would I would wear those shiny silver helmets every game, man. <laughs> Keep winning. Those are those are pretty cool, by yeah, the way. Those are neat. sick. But um, yeah, man. They, like Baller said, they they're uh, they haven't lost on the road. It's That's to, tough to do. It's hard to believe. Yeah, I actually. Know. Yeah. Well, keep it rocking. <laughs> Wait. Well, that was interesting. Yeah. You, you <laughs> like? <laughs> he goes, keep it rocking. Yeah. You like the Kings silver helmets? I do. What about uh, Flyers orange? Listen, Chris. <laughs> I do not, and I keep telling him that our buddy Chris Mayer keeps bringing up orange helmets have you ever seen an orange helmet i don't know if i've seen one debo but it throw off the, the flow, i told him man. twice would you stop and some people are like yeah i'd be sick no it wouldn't yeah it would look like shit it would throw orange it, off. It, helmets. Would, it would throw it off it would look amateur i think it would look amateur hour yeah that's what i said I, that's what i would think and Chris knows that because he fucks with me. He always says that to me. Maybe get some so, uh, Cooperalls again. Just go, go, <laughs> orange? Yeah. Oh, no, let's go orange, straight right? orange. Let's, let's move past the warm-ups <laughs> and actually wear them in a full game. In a and... game? Ain't happening. No? No, you can't. Why? Because guys wear pants. They don't wear girdles. Ah. Can't put them on. They'd be uncomfortable. Let's you saw them in warm Do it for the outdoor game. <laughs> for the whole game? Why Give not? them girdles. Break in girls, boys. We're gonna, <laughs> Just for gets show. hurt, you're screwed. Just for the marketing of Just the game. Just for the marketing, yeah. Well, it ain't happening. No, probably no. not. Orange helmets, maybe, but not. I, I hope, hope not. not. Black stripes? Racing stripes? The- <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> we'll see. We will see. <laughs> oh, dreams do come true now. They do. Yeah. They do. <laughs> Can't wait for October. Oh man, yeah, um, right. <laughs> orange helmets. Yep. Maybe another lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. All right, we're ready, Nash. Are we ready? It's that time. Yeah, you're episode. giggling. We're ready. Yeah, you're yawning. You're giggling. Oh you no, yeah. It's not just a little extra oxygen. <laughs> All right, let's get after. All right, one. <laughs> Episode 137 with our good friend Tristan Grant, T-Bird. T-Bird. All right, let's go. Let's go. Santa, baby. The season for a fresh cut is finally here with the sponsor of today's show, Manscaped. The leaders in below the waist grooming have just launched their fifth generation lawnmower to help you avoid another silent night in the bedroom this year. That's you, Nast. Take care of your special snowflake with Manscaped and watch your south pole shine like never before. Get the best stocking stuffer of all time by going to manscaped.com and using code NASTY for 20% off plus free shipping. Mrs. Claus will thank you. Well, I think she would. And Riles, you know, what could be better than giving a gift of good hygiene and with you a few laughs because that beard, let's start there. Is a little out of control. Think so? I know so. And I don't I know any going, tools that can tackle this. Oh yes, you do. You have the you have the lawnmower <laughs> 5.0 Ultra, Whew. and we're going to be using that there. And if you want to keep Mrs. Claus happy, you're going to have to go downstairs too because I think it's been a while for you. You think so? <laughs> uh, I hope not. I haven't seen, but I don't want to see. But uh, I got a feeling you need to get down there and trim her up. Well, if you want the pole to shine, I know you've been all over my beard, man. And I think uh, this might be this might be it. 
buddy. A little holiday trim. Oh, it's coming. It's coming. We're going to go right down the middle, so you got to take it off. Are we going to do it on pod? Yes, we're going to do it here. I think we should do it in real time, live. Live (laughs) screening. Live one. That's right. (laughs) All right. Get 20% off and free shipping with code NASTY at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code NASTY. Say ho, ho, ho to a well-groomed mistletoe with Manscaped. Welcome back. I'm Riley Cote. And I'm Derek Settlemeyer. And this week, Riggs, we are so happy to have a good friend of ours, luckily enough to work with him. You played with him, a former ninth round draft pick of the Philadelphia Flyers, number 286 in the 2004 NHL entry draft. Our man, Mr. Tristan Grant, or better known as T-Bird. T-Bird, what's up, brother? <laughs> what's going on, guys? Thanks for having me on. This is uh, it's pretty amazing. I've been watching you guys for a while, so I'm, I I feel definitely honored that you guys uh, oh. reached out and touched base with you guys to catch up. Yeah, yeah man. It's been a minute. It, it's been a while. As I said, like, uh, before we got started here, I don't know the last time I saw you, T-Bird. You've been, you've been hiding, man. You don't write. You don't call. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah we talk about you all the time, though. It's funny. And we're like, we got to get T-Bird on here. <laughs> So uh I know so, I went to the I went to the the dark side of the in the the west side of the of the league and everything and never never to come back ever again. So it's I know, right? It's crazy, <laughs> man, but we we kept up with you and everything. It just it's so hard, man. So many guy, you know how it is, man. It's yeah, just tough absolutely. to stay in touch and you, so many people like yourself like fuck just when you hopped on here, I got so happy just to see you. You always came to the rink with a smile on your face. Fuck, we had some fun, man. Oh, yeah. uh, when you, when you came to Philly, there <laughs> did we ever? Some we can't probably talk about. <laughs> you know? uh, most most definitely, those are secrets. Uh, they go to, they go to the grave. They go to the grave. But uh, <laughs> but it, it's great it's great to see you, man. And uh, tell us what's going on. What are you up to these days? Yeah, not much. I'm just in uh, Grand Rapids, Michigan. I um, I forced myself into retirement in 2018, and. Uh, been just kind of trying to figure out life you know survive i got uh you know i got a couple girls um just trying to just trying to pay pay bills and um just kind of enjoy life it's been it's been a crazy few years for sure with the you know the pandemic and uh you know i got i got married and i got divorced and you know like had kids and it was just it was it's uh it's been pretty hectic (laughs) it's been good but uh no 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 real complaints uh we're all here standing here talking and we're gonna have some some good talks about some good times so and hopefully make some more in the future so yeah yeah that's right man yeah man well it's it's great to see you t-bird it's uh again it's been it's been a minute uh for sure we we were roommates back yeah i was gonna say you guys were roommates (laughs) some amazing stories and experiences and man i mean i like to dig into some of that but uh yeah i mean Maybe just like you to talk about working this in reverse. I mean, um, you retired in 2018. I believe you were you were on the coast. And mm-hmm. how did how did the whole decision to retire kind of come about? And you know, was it on your own terms? Was you kind of squeezed? <laughs> uh... It was. It was definitely not on my terms. But uh, you know, I think like my my mind and my body made the choice up for me. I guess without yeah. me even knowing it. Um, you know, my last couple of years, I had some really bad injuries and, um, it was really frustrating for me. Cause like my, my last kind of full year that I was healthy, I had a really, I kind of like a breakout kind of career year. I had some, some more numbers, you know, it was kind of, uh, the fights were going down, but the goals and points production were going up. So I was really kind of, uh, 
excited for kind of like a new leg of, uh, you know, maybe stretch out a couple more years of, of pro hockey. But then I had some bad injuries and ended up just like kind of scratching clawing to get uh, jobs and stuff. And then um, I actually got suspended. I got suspended for the rest of the season. I never played ever since. So oh really? In Quad City? Was yeah, that in yeah. Quad City? Yeah. What'd you yeah, do? I, <laughs> what you do? I uh, I was just on. I went in. I went in the Quad Cities. We weren't. We weren't a very good team, and it was just. It was pretty frustrating, you know. Like when you're, you see these young guys, and things are just different. You know, I wasn't healthy at all either, and uh, I this guy kind of after they scored, I kind of like hacked this guy behind the net after he scored, and the ref never saw it. So then I went and. Uh, Went to the face-off, and then this guy comes out, and he's about three apples tall, and, and he's, like, taunting me to fight. So he kind of drops his gloves, and I was just like, dude, I'm not in the mood for this. So then I uh, I ended up just grabbing him, and I clocked him one good good one, and he went down. and Justin McDonald? Like, yeah. We, we yeah. watched that, yeah. Oh, yeah, that, that was it. it. That was my <laughs> last <laughs> hockey play ever. So. Hey, hey. And, and off into the sunset, I went. Yeah. You should have gone up. Yeah, yeah, I know. I should have. I know. I should have <laughs> did one big, one victory lap. Yeah, that yeah. was it. That was my. That last was it, eh? Yeah. Oh, that was it. Man. I know. Wow. I know. Not how well, I definitely drawn it up for sure. Well, so. we we wa- <laughs> we were watching we were watching a bunch of clips and um yeah. and I saw that and Riley said, well, maybe this guy should have. <laughs> If he's he's lipping off like that, maybe be ready. <laughs> yeah. If you're if you're chirping and you're 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 taunting, like you I might want to be ready for that right cross coming in no there. Shit. But, uh, you tagged yeah. Him yeah. Night, yeah. Nighty night, Jim Kite. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. He's the one of those guys. He did not read the game notes during the game. Yeah. The game. <laughs> <laughs> I saw you were dawning the sea there. Yeah, on you're, he's too. confused yeah. by the captaincy. Yeah. Yeah, he might have been a little confused. <laughs> yeah. He might have been a little confused. I know what a rodeo that was. I was just like, <laughs> man, I played with three three different east coast teams in like a year and a half and it was just like oh my lord i was just like <laughs> i gotta yeah. get out of here so and i did i, I got yeah. out alive <laughs> uh, you yeah, did it was a street it. credit too there yeah, right? yeah. yeah i guess you wouldn't have known you're getting suspended for uh, for the rest of the season when you did that no, what was the actual yeah. what was the actual like uh yeah, why, why would uh, for the rest? It, so it was like a sucker punch it was a sucker punch or something like that. I don't know. I was like, all right. I argued it a little bit, and I was just like, good, that's fine, whatever. I was kind of like, I was actually in Canada when I signed that contract, and uh, my wife and my wife at the time and my child were like back here in Grand Rapids. So I was just like, man, I need to get like some immigration papers done. So I needed to be back in the in the in the country, and um, I was like, man, I didn't really the season before. I didn't really plan on playing again. I was like, I was kind of done. And I was just like, man, there's only way I'm going to get in. I'm going to have to play another contract. So I was like playing like senior, senior a hockey <laughs> and huh. like out of like my hometown for like a couple of weeks, kind of get back into it. So then I, then I luckily signed with quad cities and kind of the, I got in, I got my immigration done and that was kind of it. So <laughs> it was, it was kind of hairy the last couple of years. So it was, it was kind of just a little disappointed. I've, I've worked really hard to make peace with it and everything, but yeah, you know, I was pretty pretty grateful for those opportunities as well. So, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it must have been a little bit frustrating, you know. Like you spend so many years fighting and grinding, and then finally get a chance to play and put up some numbers, and you know, thinking you're gonna extend your career a little bit, and then yeah. it fucking goes down like that. But you know, so the game is challenging, right? I mean, it's obviously you know only so many jobs and always new young blood coming in these organizations, and it's it's yeah. a grind, man. I remember my first uh, my first trip 
uh, in the East Coast. I was like 30 pounds overweight because I, I had a hernia surgery the year before, and it like this totally destroyed me. And I had a, I had some neck issues as well. And uh, I think my first bus trip ever in the East Coast was from Wichita all the way to South Carolina. We're on the oh bus for like 32 hours. <laughs> Did you start rethinking this shit? <laughs> Hang on a second. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Luckily, the only thing that really saved me, I still had some muscle relaxers and painkillers <laughs> from like surgeries. And like, so I was just like, holy smokes, man. I was just like, what am I doing? It's like, all right, I got to start making an ex exit plan way sooner than I thought it was. So... <laughs> I remember one time in juniors, yeah, our, our, we did the Eastern Swing when I was in Vancouver, and then like our last game was in Brandon. Then we, we our pit stop was Robin Big Snake's uh, reservation just outside <laughs> Calgary. That was their halfway point, so that was another 28, 30 hour trip too. So Jeez. was that I definitely do miss those bus trips, though. I miss, I miss yeah, they're fun. T bro, I was gonna ask you, you. You're just talking about junior days. Um, were you 15 when you made it to the WHL? Were you 15 years old? No, no, I was. Uh, no, I was 16. Technically, I was 16. Okay, it was it was, it was a few weeks before my my 17th birthday. Oh, yeah. Okay. Seems like such a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, right. I just saw did, that yeah. you had. Um, well, one year you shared with Lethbridge and Van, so that probably that's where yeah, I, got I got confused because uh, I. Yeah, I played. I played in the Manitoba Junior Hockey League too when I was sixteen. I actually got cut from Lethbridge, and I went back and played in my hometown for the Nipah Natives. That's yeah. who their name was at the time, and uh, played Junior Junior A. <laughs> That's a real jungle league right there. <laughs> oh yeah, it's just like, oh man, crazy stuff. Then then I was fortunate enough that I uh, yeah I got called up to the the Western League for the remainder of the of the year and. Never, never looked back. So thank God, yeah. it was it was crazy. A lot of a lot of cold showers in the Manitoba Junior League. So oh, I, bet. I bet, yeah, a lot. Of, cold. Oh my God, there's some fucking holes of towns there. Did well, they? Yeah. Is the Nipawan Natives chat to change their name since then? Yeah, Probably, I think hey? they're, the, they're the Titans now. Yeah. Oh yeah. Everyone has to change their names now. Oh, uh, I know. Yeah, I know. Right? Politically correct. Yeah. Yeah. That's for sure. Oh man. <laughs> well, uh, you're coming out of junior. Uh, 2005-2006 season, you joined the Phantoms, and uh, we were just looking at that roster. Obviously, you played with Riles. <clears throat> what a group. I mean, <laughs> holy fuck. Yeah, Josh Gratton, Ben Eager, uh, Wade Scolney. I forgot about no, Scolney. Cool, he yeah. was a psychopath, too, when he wanted to be. Those <laughs> fuck guys get going there. I called him Deuce because he had two personalities. You know, was such a yeah. nice guy. And he'd get in a game, and I'd stick it and get going in his eyes, and um obviously play with tony vose yeah right oh yeah uh, but but what a group you, you guys boy there's some penalty minutes yeah that crew with riley riley had like 259 i think the only guy more than you was josh uh gratton and i think you as a rookie you had quite a bit you had about 190 i think yeah uh, which was a lot for a kid coming in like you're playing against men now and expect you know i don't want to say expected to fight but you you did when you had to you you knew your role just like the yeah. other guys did but uh uh, what was I that know, like I, that year? I remember my first, I think my first pro fight was against Mike Scroy in the preseason game. Oh, no like, way. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and I just got dusted, got up and like, you know, dusted myself off. <laughs> then, and then like, oh, okay, that wasn't too bad. Then, you know, I re then I actually remember my very first pro game was in Wilkesbury. You know, obviously, and I, I, 
we talk to guys about this all the time, like how that old division used to be like. And I remember we almost had a brawl in the in the, in the warm-ups, my very first pro game in Wilkes-Barre. <laughs> and I was just like, holy shit, is this what this is all about? Like, I'm not sure. <laughs> and I remember sitting around the, the, the roster, the, you, yeah, you, me, Gratz, all these guys. And Gratz like, you're going to fight this guy. Then Ross, you're going to fight this guy. Then T-Bird, you fight this guy. <laughs> I'm just like, okay, here we go. Yeah, okay. Here we go. Here we go. I, I forgot that. about that. We did have some shit shows with them and her. Oh, yeah. Well, hey, must, always... Dennis Bondi must have been there. Yeah. And yeah. Oh, yeah. David Kochi. Yeah, they had a tough was... team. They had, like, you know, uh, Bissonette was there. And, like, yeah. Yeah. Bone Doctor. Like, Cartner was <laughs> there, doctor. too. Carcillo. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, man. It's different, different, different era for sure. Yeah. I, I know. I remember, uh, I, I hate, I can't remember his name. He was the radio guy and he did the PR stuff for, uh, for Scranton. I can picture him right now and my mind's going blank cause I'm so damn old. But, uh, I remember watching, there was a, I don't know if it was a year you were there. It might've been the year before, uh, T-Bird, but Max Talbot was playing and we had a five on five and the poor bastard ended up with Eags. And oh, I the that. guy, the, the gentleman that did the radio was just like Jack Edwards. When I'm from Boston, not a Bruins never lose a fight. They could get knocked out cold and he changes it somehow. And this guy always did that, but it was one of the funniest things ever. Eags is just pounded poor Max. He's got no chance. And he goes, and Ben Eager is absolutely feeding Max Talbot. And he never <laughs> said anything like that. It was so fucking funny. I'll never forget that. Even Johnny Stevens was like, I can't believe he said that. Oh, yeah. all, you know, but uh, anyway, yeah, you guys were all tough and uh, came to play every night, but, but what a crew, man. Yeah. Some, uh, place you might remember uh mcdaniels with our boy danny moore <laughs> wanted oh boy. We put some time in there probably some of my longer shifts i had in my career <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. definitely longer shifts there I, I, than on the on the ice that's for sure i know exactly oh. right <laughs> never had to change never had to come off the ice <laughs> no i know no. it was i know it was like uh yeah so many yeah so many great times this is this is like smallest hole in the wall um play the same kind of cliche music every night oh, every yeah. time we were there it's always a sunday night yeah it's a yeah. lot of shenanigans a lot of good times oh yeah i tell you when i think back you know my my, my phantom days man that is like it's one of the first things that comes to my mind because i mean we did it every sunday night yeah no matter what we were there and that it was like you remember that place it'd get going around 10 it was like they dropped off a school bus of women <laughs> And girls, and this place is packed, and you're like, I just remember thinking, I've obviously we always had the day off the next day, or you guys, you guys did, but I'm like, do people work? Like, what the <laughs> fuck is going on here? We're closing that place down at 4 a.m., 5 a.m. some nights. Yeah, like, it was. Does, it, does anyone work? And then Danny's back there behind the bar. I mean, this guy, he just was nonstop. He still is. I see, I see him a, a lot in the summer. Uh, down really? the shore, still doing his thing. Oh yeah, doing a little jujitsu too. Oh, awesome! No, it's I know it's so strange because that we always had like a, the the classic three and three in the minors. Yeah. You play home Friday, you go go to like uh, you know Hershey or Wilkesbury Saturday night, then you come back yeah. for afternoon game yeah. on Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> then you yeah, then you limp your way into the bar there. Then you're just then it's just like then it's this absolute time time class and everything. It's just like unbelievable, yeah. man. 
Everyone so just having fun. a great time. Just good, yeah. good, 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 clean fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was absolutely crammed in there. Yeah, like, it wall was. to wall. Yeah. Jammed with people just yeah, having it was awesome. Having a time. Hey, uh, Tiber, I was thinking too, uh, to talk about uh, the, the origins of your nickname, Tiber, because I believe it was in Albany on the bench, was it not, with John Stevens? Yeah, it was. I, uh, well, you know, because it was like Gratz and Grant was so was so similar. So I was just like, I, don't, I was just like, hey, can you call me something else? He's like, oh, they call me. He's like, I don't know. And Johnny, just like kind of on the spot, he's like, oh, T-Bird, what's a guy named T-Bird? It's like, hey, T-Bird, you're up. Like, <laughs> okay. It was kind of like that. It was, right? Yeah. It's as simple as that. I don't know. I've been called a lot of worse names, but yeah, it's stuck ever since. It's been on my sticks ever since. So, yeah. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Grant, Grats. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh T-Bird. Yeah, you're good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's amazing how it's stuck, too. I know. Yeah. I was, it never uh, went away. So, we, we, were, uh, we were looking at, uh, the rosters, you know, from a couple of years there and uh Jimmy Campbell Soupy came up and uh he, what a beauty. I haven't talked to him in a few years. He used to text me a lot when I was still with the team with the Flyers and uh, he'd be coming into town with some guys for games. He'd come say what's up, but uh never forget he got suspended. I think we were in Canada on a Canada trip and he got suspended and uh we go back for our next home game. I'm sure you remember and you know, Flex is the mascot and so Boys are waiting to walk down the tunnel, and here comes Flex. Goes out there. He's got the flag. Start looking at this guy. The Flex, the guy that was Flex, was about five eight. Jimmy was about six three. So the <laughs> fucking thing was too small. And it's Soupy. He's in the. He took the Flex cause. And and remember Johnny. Oh, he didn't he laugh too much, but he even was like. He was. I think he was upset. At he was because him and him and Soupy were going at it. Yeah, like they there were. Was some, uh, and then afterwards, <laughs> I was like, Johnny, that's fucking funny, man. Come on. And he's like, Yeah, I guess it's pretty good. But you can tell Jimmy stride too. Oh yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say it was a pro stride. You know, Flex is you know stumbling around out there. <laughs> it's scary. There was a what lot of beauty. There was a lot of relics that came through in that like those short like three years. There's a well because there's just a lot of veterans too at that time and. um you know, I don't, I don't recall like the, the rule at that time, but yeah, there was a lot of like guys that were still hanging around and like, oh, and uh, yeah, Soupy was one of those guys for sure. Lots of character. <laughs> yeah. We we got him in a truck. I can't remember who we got him in a trade for, but I remember him coming and and this guy, he's true Boston. Like, oh, yeah, so funny, man. But uh, <laughs> yeah, we I thought about that as soon as I saw his name. I was like, oh, my God, I, t- I kind of forgot about the old flex situation. And we had old Mark pass the Cavossier. <laughs> remember, you remember Cavi or whatever we called him? Like, oh, he was a beauty, too. We were kind of talking about him earlier. Jamie Storr. Oh, oh. He did some things that uh, made me sit down and think once in a while. Some of the shit that came out of his <laughs> mouth. And I'm my I, roommate I, on the road for a little bit, too, man. Uh-oh. It was like daddy daycare going <laughs> <laughs> Who was taking care of who? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. We gotta we gotta get stories out because I, I was seeing him a lot when I was still with the team out in LA. He's out there doing his you know goalie coaching. I think he's yeah. got a school or whatever, but uh I always liked him, man. Um, yeah, he was he was wild. He was pretty wild. Was a <laughs> he wild was a crew, yeah, he was a different cat. Well, a bunch <laughs> of different guys there on that team, man. Absolutely. Were you, were you on the squad when uh, when uh, Tony Vos Tivo uh, got shipped away to, to eventually Grand Rapids when they kicked them off the team? I did, yeah. When when uh, Shell was the coach and everything. Oh yeah, there's like <laughs> David versus versus Goliath, man, in, in Heights, Texas. <laughs> oh my god, 
Oh man, I was just like, uh, that was such a, yeah. Looking back now, it just kind of makes me cringe. Like, kind of like uh, that was kind of a tough season for sure. Yeah. <laughs> like, everyone's kind of went off the handle and everything. I think the organization in <laughs> whole was kind of just struggling and and uh, oh, they were, they were. That oh year, yeah, because that was the worst year in forty, and it was the fortieth season of the Flyers, and it was their worst hit. Yeah. Fire. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Because Chief ended up coming down back to the Flyers and then Sammy right. ended up being the head coach there. Yeah. And but that was just, uh, yeah, that was just, yeah, <laughs> that was you, rough. Everyone's just grumpy. But looking back yeah. now, I was like, what's, what's there to be grumpy about? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You did, know, did you, uh, Laura Johnson was there with you, right? For a little bit. Was Laura's there? Laura Johnson. Yeah. The demon? Oh yeah. I was telling a story yesterday, T-Bird. Um, I used to come down when chief was coaching you guys <clears throat> before he came back and every morning I'd come down and have a coffee with him. And you know, like you walk through the front, the doors at the Phantoms Inn, and you look right in the chief's office. Like he's sitting right there. So the doors open and, and, uh, Riles has heard me tell this a hundred times, but Lars comes cruising and just looks hung, hung to the titters, man. Like this guy's so hung over. He was living in the city. He's got a big, big fucking lipper in and he comes walking in and, Hey, nasty morning, Chief. Chief goes, hey, Lars. And he's like, stops. He's like, yeah. He goes, you know, I was thinking last night. He's like, what were you thinking? He goes, huh, you should quit hockey. You're awful. <laughs> <laughs> Chief said that to Lars. Oh, and I just right. start dying laughing. I'm like, Jesus. And, and Lars starts laughing. He goes, okay, Chief. And just walked you're away. You're so laid back. <laughs> just so he, didn't, he didn't give two fucks, man. <laughs> Says, you, you're awful. You should oh, quit. Man. I got. I had him for uh, Secret Santa one year, so I went and bought this biggest, thickest book ever, and I had like the. I wrote like the three little pigs on it because he, his English was. It just took him forever to get her to roll out a sentence. Yeah. <laughs> no one really got it. It was a little bit like went over his head a little bit. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, no, there's <laughs> Lars. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, T Bird, were you around when Dennis Telpeco? Remember Dennis, obviously. Yeah. Uh, yes. I think he's out with a, a few of the guys on the team. Smoked a little weed, got super stoned, <laughs> freaked out. Called Jimmy McCrossin. and then, do you remember that? Do you remember I that do, story? I do. Briefly. And, yeah. and then, and then the next day, you know, obviously Jimmy called Homer, and then you know, basically, like directly or indirectly, he's landed up suing you know a couple of guys on the team. And Homer come down to the hallway and said, basically, I know you guys are, I know a couple of you guys are smoking weed. I'll be up in my office, you know, you come, <laughs> come in and turn yourself in. Do you, do you, do you remember that going down? I do. I do. Oh I man. Poor <laughs> single. Yeah. I was going to say like single handedly that he just like sewer himself, obviously. Yeah. Uh, the the squad. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Oh man. I, I, I can't I, remember if I went up or not. Probably not. I didn't I never liked going into Homer's office. It's never good. Now, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not. You're certainly not gonna turn yourself in with smoking with the boys. <laughs> no, for sure. Yeah. Exactly <laughs> you're gonna have to prove it. <laughs> I, think yeah, exactly. I think the first time I uh there wasn't a lot of good good beatings with Homer for sure. Um oh man. Yeah, uh, Dennis, yeah, just had a complete meltdown <laughs> panic attack. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, dude, I'm like, because I, I ended up talking to him after. I was like, man, I'm like, what are you doing? Like, you know, yeah. there's smoke a little less. Or just like, let it, yeah, I know, I don't know. You know, like, you're not oh, dying, man. buddy. You don't call the trainer and 
tell them you're freaking out on devil's <laughs> lettuce you know like <laughs> I, I remember we were talking about this too t-bird uh when you and Riggs were living together <clears throat> and uh i think it was a sunday day off I guess we were probably going out later or something, but it was actually a day off that we didn't have a game because it was daytime. And, and Riggs was like, we had seats some mosh and then, you know, come over to be a T-Burger. We're going to So I was like, all right. So I, I head over to the apartment over here in Voorhees and I can hear this fucking music. Jaws blaring Motley Crue. <laughs> Thank us Motley Crue. Yeah. So I fucking banging on the fucking door. I could barely hear Roy and Rain. Yeah. Fucking dogs. They were like rats chirping. And Riles opens up, and I could tell he was on Pluto. And I'm like, you guys wait on me? I'm like, where's T-Bird? He goes, in his room. And about an hour later, you came out. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Just listen to music, bro. This fucking sounds so good. And I'm like, you guys couldn't even wait on me, man? Like, what the You're fuck excited, Nass. I know, I know. So I just sat there and watched you guys and didn't even eat any mush. No, I don't think I did. Well, you guys were so ahead of me. I didn't, yeah, I, didn't I hear want you. To start. It would have taken a while to catch up. Yeah, it would have. But you, you love eighties music, huh? Like, do you I like do. The, you love that because it, like I, you said, it hit the bar. Oh, absolutely no! I still do. I still do. I, I always crank it like my kid, like my, my kids, like. They don't always listen to this kid stuff anymore. And every once in a while, I was like, no, we're not going to listen to that. We're going to listen to Hair Nation today. Yeah. <laughs> Hair Nation, And yeah. it was like my, my two-year-old to get the head bobbing right, right now. It hits it right. So. <laughs> yeah, that's right. They like it. That's all right. No, it's good. No, I, I actually, I remember that day quite, quite well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was crazy. You know that, like, we, we drove down to the shore to get yeah. those. Right. That, that was the one, right? right? Yeah. Yeah. And. We had like a big serious warning. It's like whatever you do, don't just wait till you get home to take these. <laughs> so <laughs> we get like fifty minutes out heading back home. We got like an hour drive. <laughs> Riles, you're like, fuck it, I'm gonna take them. <laughs> I'm like, all right, how much do we take? He's like, I'm gonna take all of them. And, and <laughs> I know we crushed a couple beers with them as too. And I never, I, at that point, I think I did mushrooms once before. And then, I don't know, an hour drive turned into like two and a half to get home. <laughs> like, oh, a couple pit stops. We got lost, I think. Pit stops, like, yeah. <laughs> but it was uh, funny as hell. You got oh lost, but you God. were laughing your ass off. It, oh, was, man, it was It was a wild adventure. Well, I, remember, was, I remember the energy. We were like doing push-ups oh, yeah. and like air, oh, air, we air punches. We and sweat on and everything. That was great. I remember I called my uncle, man, and I told him what's going on. He's like, "Oh yeah, that's fun." Yeah. <laughs> oh man! Oh, oh man. my god! Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. So, it, 2006, seven, you you get your first call up to NHL, and um, you ended up playing, I think, eight games that year uh, with the Flyers. But uh, you remember your first tilt? You remember your first tilt in NHL? I do. Yeah, Andrew Peters. You, had a pretty good damn showing too. Yeah, pretty tough showing. man. He was he was established. Yeah, and, he was a tough guy. Uh, I I, uh, I later played with uh, Pistol when I was in uh, Rochester momentarily too, and everything. He was a great guy. Oh, did you really? Oh, yeah, sure. yeah. yeah. He was in he. I was in Rochester for a hot minute. Um, yeah, and actually, I played with his uh, his older brother too in Milwaukee, Jeff. So oh. yeah, Andrew. Andrew was a great a great guy. I've been trying to I actually talk to Jeff couple months ago he he randomly called me 
and I was like, how's your brother doing? I owe him a phone call. And he was, he was like, he's one of the nicest guy, but it was kind of, you know, how it's funny how those uh, stories come like full circle. You know, you yeah. have your first national fight and you're, you're, you're hanging out with this guy. I've had a couple of beers with him and everything. He's a, he's a great human. So oh, a, a yeah. huge human, big he's man. Big, yeah. Big, big man yeah. <laughs> yeah. Riles had a couple tillies with him too. Actually. Yeah, back super back friendly day. though. Like yeah. as you mentioned, I don't know him, uh, you know, off the ice besides a couple conversations, but yeah, he was always like, you know, he's a big goof. Like, he's a big, yeah, he's big, a big goof. goof yeah. A good, good heart. Yeah. Big, big, tough guy though. Yeah. Sorry, knuckleheads, for the quick break, but we have a very important message from our sponsors from Game Time. Riles, you know when you're uh, going to buy tickets for a concert or a game, any sporting event, you ever had a time when it's been frustrating? Oh, yeah. I remember getting ripped off for tickets one time. I've had the same thing happen to me, and I'll tell you what. Well, that's one thing you shouldn't have to worry about when you're buying tickets for your next big event. Game Time is a fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy. They have killer last-minute deals, all prices, views from your seat. They do everything for you, and the best price guaranteed. Without any worry about getting shafted. Exactly. The good thing about Game Time rigs is they are obsessed with finding ways to help you save money on tickets. With Game Time, they even have deals on tickets right up to the beginning of an event, even an hour into it. If you, for some reason, you want last-minute tickets for something. And the one great thing is you get the Game Time Guarantee which means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. Wow, what a deal. It's pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. Rigs, you're going to have to take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code NASTY for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code NASTY, N-A-S-T-Y, for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. And that's gametime.co. Let's get your tickets, Nast. Do it. I also saw it, which I, I was kind of shocked. I was telling Riles, so you fucking fought Nasty Morasty. Yeah, I did. with him. And oh, I think it was an NHL preseason game. Yeah, if it was I'm not a mistaken. Game. Dude, yeah. you guys went for about a minute straight. What did yeah. it, like his head? Is it just as hard as like a block oh, yeah. wall? Like I mean, it's like a fortified giant cantaloupe <laughs> with brass casings on it. <laughs> yeah, I actually Jesus. fought him. I actually fought him in the Western League for the first time too. You know, when I was oh. sixteen. We go. He was in Tri Cities, and um, you know, all the twenty-year-olds like, oh, you know, like I was trying to. I was just a young guy. I was like fearless. I didn't know any better. You know, I was like, hey, oh, you're gonna fight. You're gonna fight Nasty Morassi. He's like, who's that? So then I, uh, you know, I look at the game sheets. I see him in warmups. This guy's like five foot five. Like, yeah, I know. <laughs> so I end up fighting him, and I actually had like a quite similar fight in junior hockey's as I did in that preseason game. But like, in that preseason game, I think that was, I think that was in, I don't know if that was in Nashville or Columbus, but before the game, Barry trots like, he's like, don't fight this guy. I'm like. What am I supposed to do, Barry? Yeah, <laughs> like, I know. Yeah, right? yeah. It's like I'm not gonna put up three on the power play today. Like, <laughs> Are you, you putting know? me on the power play, Barry? Yeah. Johnson, yeah. Am I on the PP today? Because <laughs> if I yeah, am, that's so, a different story. Yeah. It was uh yeah, it was it was a great yeah, he's a great tough what a tough guy. Yeah. <laughs> Super I, tough. I don't know, I, I just get a laugh. Uh I, I don't know if you watch that show Shorzy. Oh yeah, I just, I just I just watched. I just finished it like last week because I was dying. I was dying to watch it. It was, it was a pretty funny show, and you know my relationship, like my short 
senior <laughs> career, I was just like, that's pretty accurate. <laughs> so, is it really? Because I know. Well, like the caliber isn't as good. Like, you know, in Manitoba, there's like there's a couple good teams of senior league in Manitoba, but yeah, it's pretty. <laughs> just, yeah, a lot of shenanigans for sure to yeah. see the league. So, because mm-hmm. I know Pistol Pete Pete Vandermeer. Uh, plays still, and I know Ryan Bass. I'm not sure if you ever played with Beast. Uh, you probably no. remember him as a player, but uh, Ryan Bass was playing last time I saw him still. He said it's pretty competitive, but he's out in Edmonton, he's out there, yeah. Uh, but um, I, I got called, I, I got called like a, I think the year after retired, a, a team out of Winnipeg was uh trying to recruit me to go go play because they're trying to load up for the for the Allen Cup, yeah. It's, that's a big tournament, so oh, that's cool, yeah. But yeah, yeah but no, it, that, that was hilarious. I I played with Dolo too. I had him as a rookie. Really? No way. Yeah. No way. Oh my yeah. god. That's <laughs> it's great, so crazy man. seeing him and see him on the show now and everything. But that's I know his character it, is pretty accurate to what he was as a player. Really? <laughs> yeah. As a person, yeah. Yeah. That's hilarious, man. I yeah. Guess, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Nolan. Uh, oh, uh, uh, Jordan Nolan. Yeah, Jordan Nolan uh, is on there, man. And I'm like, and he's like. There's three. You haven't. He, this guy hasn't watched it yet. But there's. But Nasty Marassi's one of the gems. There's three gems. Yeah. And they all want to be called Jim. So they're like Jim, Jim, Jim. And no one <laughs> speaks the most. Like it's it's so. He's the funny. most intelligent Jim. Well, well, Nasty Marassi just goes yep or nope. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't really talk, but he's in he's in the whole thing. But it just makes me laugh because I remember we had a um, I remember we had a game at the skate zone against Norfolk and they were loaded. They were tough. They had, you know, they had all those guys and uh Nasty Marassi was at camp with them. And we had a five on five lit started it. Neil Little started it. And yeah. uh it was a five on five and he ended up grabbing B poor BJ Abel. Oh yeah. And <laughs> luckily luckily for B he's right out of college. Right right? Out he's of probably college. never been right. in a scrap in his life. You yeah. know like BJ, I love him. He's an accountant or something. You know like he's yeah, there, right. he's plays crunching <laughs> numbers, you know like but he um he grabs him and it was right at the bench and I'm just like I remember people talking about Nasty Brassy. I'd never seen him, but I knew about him. And I'm like, oh no, we're gonna be taking the poor BJ off in a stretcher here. And and Marasty <laughs> like started like jerking around and BJ must have his eyes were probably this big and he he actually let him off the hook. He goes, You you ever done this? And he's like, No, and he goes, Just just hang on. And he just, <laughs> just he let him the off bus. the hook. And he he could have hurt like oh for sure. And he's trying to make the team like he could have yeah, beat the shit out of it. Because BJ up. dropped his gloves like a dummy. <laughs> I ought to have my stick out here. Oh, man. <laughs> but uh I'll never forget that. But uh yeah, I saw you I saw one of your fights with him. I was like, Wow, I, I didn't even realize that you played against him. That's I played junior cool. with him. With you Nasty. did? Oh, I didn't. For a know year, that. yeah, man. I mean, talk huh. about really? How yeah, did I not know that? Yeah, man. For a full year, yeah, he, yeah. He was. Uh, I think he was maybe even seventeen years old, but he fought like the Steve McIntyre's. He fought like, oh, the yeah. biggest, the biggest dudes you ever imagined. Just, just loved it. How like, can I've never seen a guy love still? fighting more than this guy? I don't know, you like, can tell. Like love, love, like. Who's that Jablonski guy? And that his cousin or something? They must have had 50 fights. They fought in an outdoor game in Syracuse. Oh. It was fucking right. minus 10. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Blow for blow, I'm sure. Oh, it was yeah. blow for blow. You can look see it on YouTube. But yeah. uh, anyway, yeah. you also uh I saw on your fight card um Revo. Oh, yeah. Ryan Reeves. You had a really good fight with him. Um, I think he was uh, he was with St. Obviously, he was St. Louis. Yeah, he was in Peoria. He was young. He wasn't fully bloomed yet. 
Yeah. <laughs> just, but, uh, you, you, t- touch, you, t- you taught him the old fashioned way it looked like. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Just like you give him a good old fashioned ass whooping and send him on his way. Yeah, for sure. Actually, it's so funny. Ironically, I had old uh, GM, uh, Ryan Martin. He he sent me, he didn't send me the video, but he's like, I've never seen this fight of you before. It's like, this is amazing. Some of his players, he's an assistant GM of New York. And he's just like, oh, that's awesome stuff. And, you know, he's like, you know, Revo's like the, the big, the big dog now and everything. And I was just like, yeah, it was different, different times back then. And, uh, you know, experience goes a long way. So yeah, there was a lot of tough guys, a lot, a lot of tough guys, a lot of guys. I, I kind of wish I never did, but <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you survived for sure. It's, yeah. a, it's a tough, tough job. What you guys did, man. I'll tell you that, man. It's, uh, we have a lot of guys on to talk about it. Riley talks about it a lot, but, uh, not an easy job, man. Yeah, that's for sure. I think the hardest thing, like towards the end of my career, like when you're like the older guy, then all these young guys full of piss and vinegar, like oh, mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, okay. Then you got to really be on your toes because like there's no, there's no history. You don't know what this guy can do. You know, you don't want you don't know what he's capable of, and that's like it's different when you go play against like a division guy, like say like someone like Dennis Blondie. You know, you see him every other two weeks, and you know you could see what his tendencies are, what his patterns, and everything, and but like when these new guys come in, like you don't know anything, and especially like my my biggest like fear was like getting fine was like losing fights because you you don't only let let down yourself, you let down your teammates. Yeah, and, like that was the greatest. And then like you definitely don't want to lose like one of these young pups, you know, because you know exactly how it is, you know, because the roles were reversed at one point in your career. So that that gets tough. Like remember, like the you know the longer you play. And then, like, these younger guys are coming up. They're chomping at the bit is the same way that we were. So, you know, it comes, you know, the full circle of life and everything. But that's when it's really, really hard. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, totally. You know, I didn't get a chance to really experience that. I landed up retiring in 28. And because I I saw the writing on the wall, it's probably going to get sent down and and dealing with exactly what you're talking about. I mean, it's got to be challenging. Like a completely different mindset. Like, when you're up and comer, like, He's talking about being fearless. Like you're willing to do anything, fight anybody, no questions asked. And even if you lose, it's like you're unfazed by it. But as you yeah. get older, yeah, you know, I remember, you know, challenging older guys, and you could just see it. Like they're not scared of you, but they're like no. they certainly don't want to be dusting it up as, as often as you know we, we were at a young age. But like there's that fear. Yeah, it's like the you know, it's the it's that the pride, it's like the you know, I really don't want to be doing this. And you know, these guys, you know, you have to learn how to pick your spots a little bit better, but I mean, I, I can imagine how tough that got to be because you were on the other side, as you mentioned, like always wanting to scrap, always challenging the other guy. Now you're the guy that's like that you were getting frustrated with that was turning you down. Like, no, I'm not fighting you, you know, and now you're yeah. like, you know, it's, uh, it's a completely different mindset. And I think this is when guys get, no, I won't say get hurt, but like, you know, like you're, you're no longer like in that, you know, that prime fighting shape mentally and physically. And like you said, like, you're not even sure what, what some of these guys are coming with. Yeah. No, uh, towards like, yeah, like you, you, you hit it right in the head there. Cause like the level of anxiety I had, like towards the end of my career, you're just like, you know, you've probably been tagged a couple times at this point. Like you've, you've been, you know, physically hurt, but like, I, yeah, for me, like mentally, it was just like, you know, I remember like you, <laughs> I remember you and me like, go the, you know, you get like, you know, hammer a couple power gels, you're drinking Red Bulls and taking some Sudafeds to get any kind of edge to get right. up from these fights and stuff like that. And it was so much easier back then. Now you're just like, you come to the drink and like, oh, okay, like, 
what am I going to do to survive today? You know, like, oh, I'm just going to, I just want to play. I remember like, I remember Dennis Bombi, you would always meet before the games in the hall and he'd be like, ah, you know, I don't know if I'm going to go tonight. I was ready to say that. It's so and, funny. You said that. And, and then like, sure enough, like you finish a check on me, you'd be like, motherfuckers. <laughs> Let's go. Oh yeah, yeah right around. Exactly when he was in the hallway. Wheels you know, falling he, off the carriage. Yeah, he's like, yeah. boys, my hand. Look at my my hands. The shoulder, shoulders gone. Shoulders gone. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> second shift, Eddie. Yeah, he's an exception oh, yeah. to the rule though, Bones. He was an exception best, to the rule though. This guy, he like he like he secretly loved it, just like veracity. Like he oh, just yeah. like he couldn't help yeah. himself. Yeah. You know, he did it for a long time. Oh my god! Like, I'd like to know how many actual fights he had probably oh, man, he had like it's got to be pims plus every year like, but you're right 30 though, fights a year I, yeah oh yeah i was i was gonna say that but it's so funny you brought that because he would be like yeah the wheels are falling off boys i yeah. remember <laughs> i remember using that those same those same tactics when i was like, oh, dude, I was like oh i don't know like a little like, jersey burn on my neck i don't think i'm gonna go tonight, boys. <laughs> oh my arm <laughs> We oh, had man. we had some really tough teams in Milwaukee too. We had like Scott Ford, Nolan Yonkman. We had like a young, uh, you know, Kelsey Wilson. There's me, and and they're like that. Surprisingly, like you know, it's funny because guys I played with that came into the spectrum. He you know, was like, man, you have no idea how intimidating it was. It was like one of the last rinks. He actually drove into the gates of hell into the spectrum <laughs> with yeah, the bus that's and right. everything. And it's like you guys always had. You guys had always had loaded up teams with like meatheads and everything, and it was yeah. just like you get the Philly flu and <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. How many it's like, those are those are my funnest you. my funnest teams that I that I played on for sure. I I remember Ryan Reddy. We had uh, Ryan Reddy, um, and whoever his buddy was was the captain of Cincinnati. And make a long story short, they were on their third and three. They come in on Sunday night, and he's telling he's telling uh, Ryan Reddy. He says, man, he's like, before the game, they were chit-chatting, you know? And he says, dude, we came in here. It was like 3 a.m. The fucking building's dark. It looks like there's blood and scratches on the wall, which obviously there's it's like not. Haunted. Yeah, it's right. like, everybody's like carrying their bags and you're fucking already scared. And he says, uh, he says before the game, he goes, uh, boys, third and three nights, fucking mind your business. They got all these guys down here. Fucking nothing stupid. Let's play the game. Get the fuck out of here. So he says, first shift, some rookie fucking runs somebody. Josh Gratton's fucking smokes coming out. Oh, I grabbed. So there's just all these fights. And he says, uh, he, I can't remember who the captain was of that team, but he, he says he goes into the room and he just flips the table over. You dumb motherfuckers. You woke him up. It's Sunday at five. We've had four fights. I said, don't do anything. But uh, you're right about that. That spectrum, man. Guys, we've had other guys say like it was it was an intimidating place to play. Oh, for yeah. sure. Yeah, I feel yeah. I definitely feel blessed to like to play in that rink. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's it's funny. Like I, I remember I scored my first pro goal there and everything yeah. too. And, oh, it was just yeah. It's nothing nothing else like it. It was a sad day when I when I heard that they uh, they blew it down. Uh, it, it was it yeah. was tough to watch that man. I you know I grew up. My dad was a trainer with the Flyers, so I mean yes. I, I was in that building from time I was six years old up till you know when the Phantoms left and they knocked it down. It was it was tough to see, but um, great building. It, it, people right on top of you, like right oh, on the yeah. ice. And I remember our first cup we won in ninety seven ninety eight. I mean it was sold out seventeen thousand three eighty, and I mean it was. It was one of, it was loud, man. It was it was really cool. Yeah. Um 
When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. But speaking of winning the ch- uh, cup, you won the Calder Cup in 2012-13. Um, what a team you guys had there. I was like looking at your roster, man. You had Nyquist, Tatar, uh, I think Riley Sheehan, Mrazic. Mraza, we had him here in Philly a few years ago. He's still going, yeah. man. He's, he's playing well. Um, in Chicago, but, uh, yeah, tell us a little bit about that. That must've been, uh, unbelievable. Cause we were lucky enough to do it a couple of times. Yeah, I know. No, that was pretty, that was pretty sweet. You know, like, um, um, we kind of, I don't know. Like, yeah, I, I got, I get, I signed, I got called like July 1st to go sign with them. So I did, I was just like, I always liked playing in Grand Rapids and being in Milwaukee. Like I always loved playing Grand Rapids. It's a great, you know, I knew it was a great city, you know, they had good fan base and everything. So you're playing against a lot of like kids or college kids and people every night. And, um, I saw there's a couple other veteran guys that I actually played with or battled against, uh, the years before that. Um, but that was a lockout year as well. I think there was a lockout halfway. I think there was a halfway. Yeah. The halfway one. That's right. Yeah. So that was, so, you know, um, there's a lot of talent in not only, yeah, in, in the American league that year and, you know, guys like Nyquist and Anderson, but, um, Jeff Blasha was a, uh, was a fresh new coach and everything. And, um, man, I think we started the season like two and seven or something like that. And, um, we kind of just turned it on and, uh, yeah, it was a great, it was a great, it was a, it was a great group of guys. We we had like a lot of clicks. You know, we had the older guys here. We had like the Czech mafia over here and everything. Then we had the young, the young and dumb guys over here. But like when it was game time and it was really time to like settle in and get along. And and uh, it was just we all bind and it was a great guy. We had a great team off ice antics where everyone was always involved. And that was like one of the best teams I ever played played for for sure. Played with you know, a lot of good groups, but. Man, a lot of good players too. Raz yeah. stood in his head. You know, he was a great goalie. I think he spent he got sent down to the coast out of out of camp. <laughs> like, wow. He played in all that. three leagues. I'm pretty sure he played in all three leagues that year. 
I think wow. played in the East Coast and and the NHL in the America League. So, Jeez. um, yeah, just winning it. You know, I never won before. You know, like it was it was pretty crazy. I think it played. I think we played a hundred games that year, wow. with regular season and playoffs and everything. It was it was definitely a grind. I think I was. I had this the craziest <laughs> playoff beard, and I think our last game was like June twenty second or something like that. It was this. Was like, it better than dogs, our boy? No, no. Dog's got the beard, eh? He's like yeah, he kind of like you're trying to catch Riggs. I'm gonna shave this fucking thing off, T Bird. He's gonna kill me. I'm gonna take this thing and just zip Try it. it. <laughs> but yeah, nothing, nothing beats winning. You know, it, it was such a, it was such a good time, man. It's like, uh, yeah. you know, I, that's what I probably miss the, the most out of hockey is playing like the, 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 the very, you know, meaning meaningful games. You know, the big games. You know, whether you're trying to get into playoffs or. You know, maybe putting a, like a heater. You know, putting a heater on or or winning a yeah. championship. It's like those are the, like the nerve wracking games that I remember. Like I remember, like you know, like but there was like eleven seconds left. We're in Syracuse, and uh, you know we're up a couple goals, and like when you finally realize like you're you're about to win, you're like, it's like a feeling that I never had before, and it was it was pretty right. it was a pretty fun ride. We yeah. just had a great group of guys, and yeah, it was it was an unbelievable experience. So. You you guys went up three rip right. You went up three nothing and you lost the next two. Where you're like, uh oh, we're fucking yeah. in one here. Like that's that's a little yeah, nerve wracking. Yeah, you, you, you it was yeah, three. Yeah, I think the with the travel went two three two. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So yeah. You had a like yeah. That. No the, no. You're right. It was two three two. You had a chance to win it at home twice. Yeah, we went up three, we three nothing. I know, and I, I, know. I saw that. I saw that today when I was looking. I was like, "Oh man, you imagine your nuts. The guys' nuts must have oh, just yeah, been babies, no, man." Oh <laughs> yeah, you know, no, you're a like, free rip. You never know. Van Andel's just absolutely packed. There's like this standing room only, and like, and it was this buzzing and everything. And I, uh, yeah, I remember that was everyone was pretty pissed off because everyone's kind of had things lined up, you know. Yeah, like, hey, this is what we're gonna do after the game after we yeah. fucking win. <laughs> Exactly. Then we had to hop on. Uh, we actually took the red the Red Wings plane into Syracuse. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. nice. So we did that. So then, actually, when we won, we won. We took the we took the plane back. So we're back in in Grand Rapids within an hour. And um, that year, I did the old cliche, like you know, hey, stop the bus, stop the bus. Do you remember to pack the two points? So I did <laughs> yeah, the yeah. thing for when we had the Calder Cup. I got on the phone and the telephone. <laughs> Yeah, I'm yelling at the pilot, pilot, stop the plane, stop the plane. Did you remember to pack the fucking call the cop? And everyone's going screaming, and the stewardess are like, oh, he can't do it. Get off the phone. Yeah. <laughs> Get off the phone, yeah. It might be. Yeah. 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 Now we know you can use the phone. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah exactly. buzzing the tower and everything. Yeah, we, yeah. It, was, it was fun. Like, we got, we got, like, this little, like, police escort back when we got into Grand Rapids, and just, like, the party, like, just started for a good good couple weeks anyways so yeah it was a good time it was a good yeah. time that's awesome man. yeah how different is it playing the exact same sport on a winning team versus a you know an average or below average team and just like oh. the grind and just like how different of a mindset it is hey especially when you're tilling it up every other game they're just like being oh, on just, those, yeah, you know it, those situations are just it's, it's tough man isn't it it is tough i i I was lucky. I played on a couple good teams. You know, we had good teams in Milwaukee, and the year I was in Oklahoma City, we lost in the conference finals too. So we had some really good teams, but there's some teams like I was in Rochester, we were just absolutely awful, like and just just terrible. And it's just like 
I was like, I used to love like being, you know, one of the first guys to the rank. But the, during those years, they really test like, <laughs> it's like, how much do you really love this game? Yeah, right. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> it is tough. It's and it sucks. You gotta, you know, you got some, you know, and it, and it spreads like a virus very quickly because you know, if you're grumpy, you know, there's a handful of other guys who are grumpy too because no one likes to be on a shitty team and things aren't going your way. Usually if you're a bad team, like someone's letting let in too much goals, you're not getting any points or like guys are hurt. And it's just like, yeah, it's a drag. It's tough. It's tough for sure. So, but you can't have good years without bad, bad years. So no, that's right. Yeah. yeah. True. Yeah. yeah the it is what it is. So it's nature of the beast. That's it. Well, we talked a little bit about your, you know, your, your first NHL fight and your first, uh, you know, eight games in NHL. I mean, just, you just talk about like, Obviously, your dream growing up was to play in the NHL. You're drafted by the Flyers. I mean, you you were a tough guy in juniors. You transitioned to the pro level. Just like how meaningful that was for you and your in your dream. Yeah, no, it was pretty crazy. You know, like you know, it was. <laughs> I just remember for the longest time, I just like I. It was such a. I feel even to this day a blessed. At the times, you kind of feel like ah, oh, you know, it kind of came up a little bit short here and there. But like, that's when I really realized when I was playing the last couple of years like these guys have been playing in you know the minors you know or, or like even like these coast for eight nine years and they they never had you know like a game in the nhl or you play with guys like that that just never never really got a sniff and um you know i know those guys would do anything in the world to get the opportunity i had and uh i you know i feel really really happy i got the opportunity to do that um you know my parents came down my uncle came down you know like it was it was a pretty special moment i remember when homer came down you know came down the hall and you know how the setup was he's like all right you know, walk through the doors <laughs> he's like all right now i'm in the nhl you know yeah i know right yeah. you walk 10 feet into a... <laughs> another door and you're in nhl the other time when i got called at the nashville you like you gotta it's like almost like a panty you gotta get undressed you gotta go run to the apartment, go pack a bag, make sure you got everything, get to the airport, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it was, it was pretty, it was pretty amazing experience for sure. And I feel really blessed. I have a lot of friends that never got an opportunity to play even one game. I know like, you know, 30 years ago, someone said like, Hey, you could either play zero games or one game. Like what do you, and, you know, where are you going to choose? You're going to choose one every time. So it was, it was yeah. crazy. And, and I was lucky I played played long enough you know i had you know played for 12 13 years and uh you know it's not bad for for guys like you know the last draft pick and i remember that um i remember the first uh summer camp i did in philadelphia i got on the plane and yeah i'm like 18 19 years old and i remember like once everyone got gathered up i think there's like 30 30 of us players there jim across is like all right it's the end of july no excuses we're gonna do like a five mile run you got to do under 35 and a half minutes and i was just like at that point i was just like well i don't think i really want to play hockey that bad <laughs> I'm bowing you know, out. i remember yeah. that yeah. And I, so i remember that and for some somehow the, the hands hands of god I, I think i snuck i got in with like 35 minutes flat or something <laughs> <laughs> but i was hurting but i remember that it was just like it was like the survival of the fittest was like oh, guys yeah. were dropping pretty quick after that and uh yeah that was well, kind that, of the beginning of that of, of my my career i was like all right do you really want to play hockey <laughs> so that and, was, now it's the last thing 
they want you doing is pounding on cement oh, yeah, for five fucking miles. I know. Like, oh, I know. Sprints and it was a different know. animal back then. They were just yeah. trying to get guys to break. Yeah. It didn't matter. Yeah, it had nothing to do, had nothing to do with hockey. Yeah. Oh, I know. I needed oh. it for sure. Like I think I when I, I lost like 15 pounds during that that week of there. I'm like one of the last guys standing. Just beat this shit, you know. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, I remember we had to do that like that three mile run and stuff. Oh, yeah. it, was, it was a challenge, man. Those, those runs that. and stuff, even like when I, I obviously I didn't play uh, hockey like you guys did professionally, but like even in soccer, basketball, it's the mental part of it. Oh yeah, oh I gotta do up. it. I gotta make it. Fuck you. Fuck yourself up. The build up, yeah. Just, wasted energy. You know, it's wasted energy. Oh, it's totally. Worrying about it. I, I work with a junior team here, uh, yeah. Philadelphia Rebels in the North American Hockey League, and. uh, they had to do a run this year and it was a tough one. It was ended up being three miles in a certain amount of time. And they were more worried, just the mental aspect of it. I'm like, you guys got to like, stop looking at it. Like, I know it's, I know what you're thinking. I was there in college and stuff, but put some, and they're running without headphones. I'm like, put some damn earbuds in so you don't sure. hear yourself <gasps> you know, yeah. breathing so <laughs> fucking so hard. Cause it, I even did it back then. And we had a cassette, you know, oh, <laughs> cassette. Yeah, right. put your heads up, but that way you couldn't hear yourself breathing. Yeah. Um, yeah. but anyway, yeah, that's, that, that's stuff. They don't, it's not as bad now. As well, no, I mean, it's a, it's different uh, test. Yeah. Different. Anyway. It's all on, on ice, uh, for the most part for the, for the conditioning part yeah, anyways exactly. uh, the tortorella you wouldn't want to be in the tortorella uh no, first day of training camp these guys look like they're gonna die yeah <laughs> they're dead you might want to go through the five mile run yeah you might rather do the run <laughs> yeah. than what he's doing <laughs> yeah i've heard i heard it's it's i heard it's tough it's not not a cakewalk no yeah that's yeah. for sure did you watch hockey anymore yeah i do yeah 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 i try to for sure yeah it's it's um I used to go to Grand Rapids games for sure, but I haven't been able to get down there this year yet. But um, I went to last last year. I went to a couple games, and like it's, I don't know, like the I'm not saying this because I spent majority of my career in the American League, but I don't know. The product was just so I don't know. It wasn't great. There's not really a lot of passion. Not that, not because there's any fights or anything like that, but it's just like I've heard a lot of other co- coaches say this too. Is it's like yeah, it's more like a glorified junior league at times. With with mm-hmm. the with the miners and everything, so I don't really. I'll get to more some more games this year, but yeah, I still love and you know we still meet up with some couple buddies. We have a couple beers and watching some games on online, and it, it's great. You know, it's it's so fast now. I'm just like I'm just kind of hurting my hamstrings, just kind of watching it now. But yeah. uh, it's great. Yeah. You know, it's nice that to see like the Flyers are, are doing better, and there's some yeah. teams that are it's good. Like I, I was like, uh, you know, I like I love McDavid. You know, I'm still yeah. I um I actually went to um um I was in Vegas when uh, Washington won the cup too. I went oh, to that no game. Way. So you know, like I'm still I'm still going for Ovi and like Sid. I still love those guys because those yeah. are guys like from my my era. Like those are my 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 you know those are the best players from my time. So I'm I'm still cheering those guys on and in uh, no. you know I, I love seeing them have success and it's pretty neat to you know be a, some somewhat of a part of that and I still love it so. Yeah, I you know speaking of that, them winning the cup there. I think T Bird was beside that woman that you see up against the glass. <laughs> Is that you, T Bird? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah right. remember that? I was like, yeah. whoa, wait yeah. a minute here. Uh, I don't think that cost you a lot of money. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they didn't toss you out though. <laughs> they didn't toss you out. No. Oh man, I'm kidding, but. Yeah, I tell you what, Sidney Crosby's still doing it, man. It's it's crazy. Yeah. He they just played the Flyers last two games here back to back. Flyers actually beat them uh, both times, but 
Sid manages to score every time yeah, he's in man. Philly. I'll tell yeah. you what, man, he's just a hell of a hell of a player. It's fun. Yeah, no, it's still. no, it's fun. It's a fun. It's it's yeah. I, yeah. I'm a big McDavid fan as well, and um, still hate the Maple Leafs. So I'm still. <laughs> yeah, McDavid's got a stride. I, I compare him to you a lot when we're uh, right? talking. Like open ice. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. I think mine's just a tad. Tad longer and quicker. <laughs> we're in the same. We're the same size. Yeah. yeah, same build, same. Yeah, I, I, same length. T Bird. First time we we I saw him live. Obviously, uh, playing against us, dude. It just doesn't make sense how fast <laughs> this guy goes. Alien. Like, there's there's a few guys like that in the league, but he's just his hands go as fast. Well, as that's it, right? I Your mean, hands can keep up insane, with that speed. But uh, yeah, more like, yeah, yeah. Like when I when I stick handled, the puck was square by the time I. <laughs> Of the end of the shift, you know. Oh yeah. Well, you should see this guy just lights up men's league now. Like he's yeah. a lover. He oh yeah, fucking numbers guy. He's only played two games this season. I think he's still leading the league, and he only yeah. played two. Can't you don't gotta be worried about dusting it up, and you can play but oh, power, power play time. Yeah, you know? he's on the PP. <laughs> It's awesome. You don't have to forecheck. You don't have to finish checks. You don't get yelled at if you don't block shots. I know. Yeah, I, I, know. Play, I play Thursday nights with a couple guys too, and it's fun. Like we're at, we're the oldest team in the league now, so there's a lot of young guys who don't really understand the beer league etiquette yet. So you yeah, right. keep the line a few times. You know. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. 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 I know. We have to move but down like, from like the A league to B league because it was like, man, that's like. These guys are too competitive. Like you know, yeah. the etiquette you're talking about. It's like, man, I just want to. I just want to leave this game unscathed. I don't want to be losing my teeth or be injured. I just want to score some goals and you know have some fun. But man, these young exactly. guys, man, they're they're taking this serious. Yeah, they go. I know. I, I I have to admit, I had uh, I played about two three weeks ago, and the thing about this Thursday night league, the the late the late night games at 10 p.m. Oh so, yeah, it's too late. I'm just like, man, I've been swinging a hammer all day. Like, <laughs> but I was like, oh, I better go out and burn some calories. And then these young kids, I don't know what they've been, I don't know what they've been doing all day on social media or whatever. This guy back checks me and he's hacking me good ones. So then I turn, I turn around and I just like two hand him and knock a stick out of his hands. <laughs> so I get a penalty for that, and then we're down a few goals, and then like there was a 50-50 puck with about two minutes left, and I was just like, I'm not gonna get there <laughs> first. I'm just gonna finish my check on this guy. <laughs> <laughs> just steamrolled him. I just steamrolled him, and he rolled. He was right in the corner. He went around the whole corner of the boards like a roller coaster. <laughs> the ref pulls away, puts his hand up. I didn't even look at him. I just went straight. I just went straight to the dress room and got undressed. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> I'm done, boy. Get the I warm get shower. Like, yeah. My wires are starting to get crossed. It's like you're just like, ah, oh, man. I used to play this professionally, and now like these. Yeah. Accountants are, are kicking my ass over the ice. <laughs> oh man. But it's a good time. I you know, I didn't play for like I didn't skate for a good like, I don't know, probably a good year, year and a half after. And uh I remember like when I um you know linked up with some old some other pros in the area and everything and nothing beats going into the dress room for sure. Yeah, I definitely yeah. feel like so you you feel like so like you're comfortable in the dress room. I was like, yeah, this is my place. And uh, mm -hmm. nothing beats that. Definitely miss miss going to the rink for sure. You know, just having those good times. I remember you, me, and Riles just laughing nonstop. And then, yeah. like, in that business on the ice, you're just having this a, this a gay old time, really. It was just like, and it's still like that. We got some good group of guys that I play with. And um, we're, we're managed to, you know, be a little competitive at times, too. And, uh, no, it's, it's a great time. It's a great sport. So definitely feel blessed.
Yeah, yeah we is. we talk about that a lot. Like that's the biggest thing I miss is is the mornings. Boys coming in, having a coffee in the room, shooting the shits. Like Riles always says, I was in Nasty's office more than I was anywhere. Uh, yeah. But uh, that's the one thing I miss more than anything. Um, just that part of it. I mean, I miss the games, game yeah. time, the fucking intensity. Yeah. But uh, you miss the boys. And it's nice to men's league on Sundays. We play on Sundays. And you just don't really want to leave. Well, he does because he's like, I got to drive an hour. Because well, yeah. he does. Because he does. Like, an hour to he, yeah, yeah, he, he does. Like... He really does. But it's like, that's you're right. Like you get in there, you just I get there an hour early before our game and kind of set the room up with the jerseys, like the loser equipment guy that I am. Pigeon, uh, all the nice underwear. I'm old, T Bird, dude. I'm gonna be 41 this year. It's fucking nuts, man. <laughs> Hey, watch your mouth. You want to feel old? Peyton and Bryce are moms. Cool. Yeah. Granddaddy. Gra- 26 over and 24. Here. They're 26 no and 24. Yeah. And I have a nine-year-old son. I have a nine-year-old son. Yeah. I know he had a, I know he had a, a younger son for sure. And That's he's great. a goalie. He's oh, a goalie. He's nothing like that. nasty. Oh, man. <laughs> he's got you know, some issues, T-Bird. <laughs> I know I'll, I'll be I'll be forty in February, and I remember I used to I used to sit next to John Slaney in the dressing room when I was a first rookie. And I remember remember I just used to give Slains the gears and everything <laughs> <laughs> for being old. <laughs> oh yeah, just like you go drink some Metal Musil, you old prick. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> but I remember like John Slaney told me like it was probably my first couple weeks as a pro. It was like um, he's like it goes by pretty fast. Wow, he's like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, you know, like, ah, oh, you're you're young and ignorant. He's like, yeah, whatever, man. Like, <laughs> then so I remember, I, I thought of that multiple times towards the end of my career. I was just like, wow, like, okay, Slains was right. Does, yeah, man. <laughs> chugging that oh, Metamucil. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did, did you get on that Metamucil there, T Bird? <laughs> yeah. <exactly. laughs> I remember. Uh, Oh man, do you remember having like the coffee talks in the bathroom? And I think like maybe Rambo was hiding in the stalls with the feet up, trying to like hear. When that was snack, snack maybe. Yeah, Were you maybe. there was not. It was not not bar, yeah. It was. It oh, wasn't. Man. It wasn't proven, but I don't know. It was someone. Yeah, somebody was. There. <laughs> oh man, yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I remember Rambo gave me a. I remember when those one pieces came out. I just wasn't qualified to use one of those one pieces. So I, <laughs> Rambo, <laughs> Rambo gave me like it took one of uh, Slane's Slane CCM tacks <laughs> out there. <laughs> Had to practice with a wooden stick <laughs> for a couple of weeks in, in the the, yeah. the the skate zone. Oh man, he he did he did that to Ryan uh, Parent too yeah, in the NHL. <laughs> he oh. came down and. And use a wooden stick. Yeah, poor guy. Poor guy training camp there. You know, what are you was... trying to say? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> First round pick. Can't even use a one piece. Oh man. <laughs> well, T Bird, man, we we appreciate you coming on with us, man. Spending some time. It's so nice to see your face and talk to you. And hopefully, we can stay a little bit better touch here. Um, yeah, absolutely. But but I enjoyed having you as a player, man. You're awesome. Uh, such a such a great guy. Obviously, Riley say the same thing. You guys were roommates, but uh, congrats, man, on a good, really good career. And and uh, you know, you made it to the show, like you said. And uh, you, you're just a good, good man, good man all around. 
No, I appreciate it. I, I, uh, I'll never forget my time in Philadelphia for sure. Like, uh, I would love to get back sometime in the near future for sure. So, at, uh, yeah, I had a great time. It was, great, it was a great organization. They were great to me. And, uh, yeah, like I said multiple times, uh, yeah, I was definitely blessed. Met a lot of great people just like you two guys. And uh, I'm happy you guys are doing well and you're healthy. And and um, maybe I'll have to go back and get maybe get – Maybe get my sleeve finished that I started in New there Jersey. You so yeah, right. back and- <laughs> there you we went, go. There you go. Went through a little tattoo. Uh, little friendly yeah, there we for a little bit there, but uh, yeah. you know, I can't. Great. I can't stop now. I know, nice right? See you guys. Believed. Oh, but yeah, I know. Met a lot of great guys, and I, uh, it's so. I'm so happy you guys are doing this, and uh, it's so good for the sports, and uh, you know, keep it up, being the great ambassadors for. For not only uh, hockey, but you know, mental health and all, all those good things. So, wish yeah. you best and happy holidays for sure. So, thanks you too, brother. Thanks, T Bird. Appreciate you, man. Good seeing you. Big thank you to T Bird, Tristan Grant for hopping on. So nice to see his face smiling. Oh, what a good dude, man. You don't like never forgot about him. It's just like think about him here and there, but just seeing him and talking to him, man, you just miss miss him. You know, like yeah. miss seeing him and. Such a good, such a good dude. Yeah, he's a fun guy. Yeah, I haven't spoken, well, seen his face like that yeah. uh, for a long time. So I've texted back and forth a few times over the years. But it's great to, yeah, it's great to chuckle and see him be goofy. And <laughs> he's a goofy man. He was, man. Uh, he was a funny dude. He so. was. God, he good, was awesome. Good locker room guy. Tough as shit, man. I mean, yeah, talk about he was tough. Gamer. Yeah. Hit like a truck. Yeah, he did. He did lay some people out. I forgot it. Yeah, he did. He oh could my hit. gosh! Yeah, he's kind of like Ronaldo heavy. a bit. Yeah, before Zach, you know, like yep. he he caught guys a lot with their heads down. Yeah, he's a brick shit house. So. Yep. Appreciate T Bird. Yep. What else we got? It's that time. I think Nasty. Already. Already. We're there. Is it, is it time for Clear Rum questions? Mm-hmm. Brought to you by Clear Rum. Go to clearrum.com slash shop Ooh. and use the code. Nasty 2023, and you get 35% off your orders in PA only. But, Riggs, hey, we we're, you just got to get it in you. Get it in you. We're reloading. We're reloading. We had to reload. We, studio presentation. I drank it all. Well, I mean, it happens. It happens. You know, how, it's how that could, good. How could you not? I know. It's Leaving that good. the cucumber behind, but you got all the other ones down the hatch. I'm not a cucumber guy. Just cucumber. I can't eat them. No? You but look like a cucumber I have guy. Had, I've had... I've had this. I can stomach it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to crack those uh, cucumbers because it's perfect right now until we get the new the new order in. You don't want to have You were supposed to bring today. You have too many vegetables hitting the old. You cannot. Unit. You cannot do that. <laughs> <laughs> can't do throw it. your body off. <laughs> <laughs> not going to do it. <laughs> you That's right. One thing, you add the cuxy in there and nah. your body you're thrown right off. Yeah, I don't need the cuxy. So I take them right out of the salads when I get them, boys. I'm not eating cucumbers. I am not doing that. You don't like the crunch? No. I just don't like it. It's not a big... I don't like the taste, to be no? honest with you. Yeah, it's not Fair big. enough. Put them on your eyes, though. Yeah, you I do. Yeah, grass. keep the bags yeah. out. <laughs> keep the bag. Debo told me that trick. I use it once in a while. <laughs> that's why That's why you look so young and youthful. I, I don't know. Maybe that's it. I, keep I don't know. caps. Yeah. yeah. All right, Baller, we're All ready. All right, Baller, we're ready. ready. Now we're ready for the clear question. Oh, yeah. Let's go. We got Mike Pohl over on Twitter. What's the funniest exchange you've ever heard between a coach and an official? Man. You must have heard a bunch God. of those, eh? Yeah. I'm trying to think of a really good one. 
man, whew, that's a, ooh, that's tough. Um, I remember <laughs> Lavi had a lot. Lavi had a lot of good ones, but Billy Barber used to also. He must and have just drilled the refs. Oh, there, he really? was. Billy, I loved Billy because he would be like, all right, boys, you stay off the refs. Everybody stay off the refs. Puck would drop. He'd just start right away. Guys would just laugh. But, you know, he was so competitive. But uh, I remember Lavi one time, and I think there's a clip of it because I think he was miked, and we're in Montreal, and the guy made a terrible call, and he was like, typical Montreal, you know, like yeah. telling the ref. But um, good God, over 26 years, I'm, I heard coaches giving it to refs all the time. I'm trying to think of one that really stands out, but uh, – that's that's probably one I remember where it really pissed the ref off because he said typical Montreal, like you got screwed if you went in there, which oh, he yeah. did seem to call seemed to go the other way a lot of the times. But uh, I think I think that's probably one that I remember more than any that pops into my head right now. What about you? Yeah, I'm I'm drawing a blank. Honestly, I'm scratching my head here. I mean, there's. There's been so many of them, but a lot of times it's just like disgruntled yeah, coaches yeah. like calling the ref over just to get an opinion and, you know, might mutter something under their breath or whatever. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I'm, I'm struggling with this one, Nast. Um, you yeah. ever uh, grill the refs as a player? Oh, all the time. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I was always yelling at the refs <laughs> <laughs> um, as well as everyone else. I was so, so jacked up on Mountain Dew and uh, yeah. Sudafed. Um, yeah, right. Um, yeah, there was a couple. There was a couple refs. Uh, Justin Saint Laurent. Remember? Him? <laughs> yeah. Especially Justin. in the minors, I used to give Justin, it to him all the yeah. time. But he didn't like me very much. But yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, I'm a grocery divider, and I'm in, trying to stay in the game and trying to keep the boys in it and you know obviously like, being a ref's a thankless job and yeah you, you can't do anything right so it you is. know i'm sitting there and just you know just trying to pick them apart and <laughs> you know poor guys you know but yeah there was a lot of banter I yes mean, tons of it yeah um but i can't even remember what i said half the time I was, I was trying to like ride that line of like being engaged yeah yelling but like because you, you could easily cross that line and tell them to right f off right out of the gate and then yeah. you'd be toast. But um, yeah, it was always a, it was always an adventure to say the least. For sure. We got Ben Shod over on Twitter. We hear about dangerous playing surfaces in the NFL. Was there ever a professional rink that was dangerous and or really shitty? Professional. Um. Right out of the gate, I was thinking in Johnstown, the, yeah. the, 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 the three-foot drop-off, getting on the ice. He wants to roll your ankle every time you step on the ice. I've <laughs> I've been there two times, and I've seen a guy fall twice. Really? Like, coming out. And everybody's warned. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, crazy. everybody's like, hey, careful that first step. Oh, it's, <laughs> it's a large literally first step. Three. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, that one. I didn't know you played in Johnstown. Well, I played against, yeah. I played, yeah, but I played, didn't know you Yeah, played. I was with the Dayton Bombers in the East Coast. I was going to say that that's pretty dangerous uh, grounds right there when, you, when you're stepping onto the ice because, you know, you guys come running out and you jump. <laughs> you got a bit of a drop there. Um, yeah, in the, in the NHL, I can't think of uh, everywhere. It's like all oh, the ice is so bad. So like, bad, Watch yeah. out, you're going to get hurt. Or really the American League that I can remember, but you're, you're right about the Johnstown drop there. Yeah. It's uh, pretty dangerous. Yeah. I got two others, and they were in the Central Hockey League. One was in uh, El Paso, Texas. Yeah. Where it was so warm down there, and we, <laughs> the locker rooms were, like, outside of the hockey rink, and, and 
and there was just so much heat going inside and outside of this building that it was just pure fog. You literally couldn't, <laughs> oh. you couldn't see, like you couldn't see like 10 feet. So they would have to blow the whistle, let the, the, the fog settle, and then they would pick the game back up. And there was another one, I, I want to say it was in Austin, somewhere in the Central League again, a hot place, right? And yeah. uh, the ice was just, couldn't stay, couldn't stay frozen. So there's little patches of like sand popping up, but they would come, <laughs> <laughs> they'd come and patch them up. And it was just like, talk about like minor, minor leagues. Like you, you want to get the hell out of these leagues. Like, yeah, right. Uh, but at the NHL level, I don't, certainly don't remember anything like that. Yeah. It's obviously much higher standard. Yeah, a little bit higher. <laughs> Good question though. Yeah. We got one final one from Greg Bond, 822 over on Instagram. Which decade had some of the best Flyers teams? Man. Um, well, obviously, in the 70s. Yeah. <laughs> they won the Cup. Probably start there. But, yeah. But, I mean, even in the 80s, you know, losing you know, twice in the finals, with, you know, Hexies. Yep. Rick Year and the year uh, Pelly was uh, – playing they went to the finals and lost and then you know they had really good teams when uh when jr and talk and all them like blew the 3-1 lead against the devils mm-hmm. um those years the teams are pretty good as well i guess i mean the 80s to get to the finals twice it's hard to do yeah you know, to get there and win but uh they got there twice so 70s, those 80s? teams are pretty good yeah i mean you know they Keenan was coaching and he was pushing the buttons. You know, obviously a lot of guys don't like him, but they got there. And, you know, if you win, it's probably still nice to get there, even though you don't win. But those teams made it, you know, like two out of three years, I think, um, if I'm not mistaken, in the 80s. So I would say then. Yeah, I would agree. Not the uh, 2020s, some of the teams Chuck built. I would say maybe not so much, unfortunately, <laughs> for those guys. No dynasties? But, uh, yeah, not a not dynasties yet, but you know. They were the foundation of dynasties. I saw your boy Rex using a Toby and Pracky. I saw it too. Saw a couple guys grab it. Saying, it. What is this? But he was dishing the he was dishing the pill with He it. was. I saw um, Jared Bowl in the background there saucing some pucks too there. Bolsey? Is he a coach there? <laughs> he is, must be. I didn't know. I didn't know that. I know one thing. He avoided you like the plague when you were fi- when you were playing, and that guy was tough. He fought everybody. He wouldn't fight you. Uh, he was probably just a bad trade off for him. Coach probably told him not to. No, I think he was afraid. Could be. Could be. I'd but be yeah, afraid. Rex using that. Uh, we're we're still we're gonna get someone. Yeah, that sticks unbelievable. So. I'm getting a fresh one for the alumni game. Yes, you are. With Aaron should get day. all the alumni guys using that <clears> We thing. should. Get a couple dozen in we'll there. Work on that. We've got to get Richard on the horn here. Coach. Oh, Coach, send those in for the boys. I think we can get uh, Richie. Nice, big, thick pallet made. Nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Maybe, yeah. We should get, we'll definitely get Rick Bone one. We're on it. We're on it. Toby's coming. Let's do it. All right. Riggs, don't forget, coming up in the new year, February 17th. Can't wait. You know why? <laughs> because we're going, Life, yeah. <laughs> we're going to MetLife Stadium, February 17th, to play the Devils. Fans of Philly, the best travel agency for sports there is. It's not even close. And it's going to be fun. It's gonna it be... might be chilly, yeah, but it's going to be fun. I'll make sure I'm warmed up. Bring a couple toques. <laughs> yeah, I'm... <laughs> Bring some 
clear rum with me. Yeah. Is little, what I'm going to be bringing. Bring a little but, flask. Uh, yeah, a little flask probably. I <laughs> might have one if I can sneak in the building with it. But, a little uh, cucumber sprinkled in there? I might bring. Hey, listen, if I have to, I will because it's good. But And right after that outdoor game, a month later, we're St. Paddy's Day. Oh, can't wait for that birthday trip to, weekend. To, yeah, that's right. Boston uh, for the Bruins and the Flyers. That's going to be a lot of fun. Um, some green beer. Woo. And uh, you got to have a sip. You said you would. Maybe one sip just because it's St. Patty's Day and our birthdays. A little celery juice? We're going to. Celsey? Oh, you said green juice. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> Makes a little mush in there, then. That's about the only thing. But, uh, yeah, man, fans of Philly can't wait um, those two trips within a month. I know. You're going to need some time to recover. You're going to need those three <laughs> I'm gonna weeks. I'm going to need rest. Uh, yeah. <laughs> You're going to need it, boys. But I uh, can't wait for that. Me big, too. It's going to be a good time. Show. Always is. Can't wait. Until next week for 138, be sure to tune in, subscribe, comment, ask a few questions. Anything about nasties, get up. Feel free to reach out. Until then, stay safe, knuckleheads. See ya. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.